Today I'm going to tell you what I learned from pigs about studying the Bible. Now, there was a, a, a few years ago, I was going on this walk with a bunch of friends. There's a lot of young people around. And as we were going on a walk, there's this new pig that came in the neighborhood. And all these children just flocked to this pig. And they went all up to the fence and they were just looking at the thing. They were gawking. They looked as though they've never seen a pig before. And I was kind of uh, across the street a little bit of ways. And I just looked at him from a distance. And they were just looking at the pig. And all of a sudden, I just see, oh, oh. And they're all like, go it's like 10 of them just launched back from the fence. And it's like they all just got pushed. But then they're all plugging their nose and... And it's like, I knew what happened. The, the, the pig is nasty. But the question is, why do pigs smell so bad? And the reason why is because they eat anything and everything. They are filthy because whatever is in front of their face, they will eat without any discretion. And they are literally the, they are the garbage cans of the world that they eat to the garbage. That they'll even eat their own piglets and and all the just terrible stuff in, in the earth. God put pigs in this world not to be eaten, but to uh, clean up all the mess and rubbish in the world. So they're, they're the garbage of it. And that's what I realized in um, the book of Job. The Bible, Job says, Go now to the beasts, and they shall teach thee. So what we're going to do is I want to go on a journey with these these pigs and allow them to teach us lessons about studying the Word of God. If you stick with me, I'll be able to, to connect this and how, how this all connects. But first, my name is Enoch Leffingwell, and here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping young people to identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to the Lord's service. If this is something that you're interested in, I encourage you to like or to subscribe so that you can follow us on social where you can get more messages like this and share this with someone else as well. So the lessons, these Bible study tips that I gathered from observing the pigs is that um, one, Matthew chapter seven, verse six, the Bible, Jesus himself said, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before the swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again. So Jesus is showing this principle how that we shouldn't be giving our, our pearls and, and our precious things to the swine, those who won't value or appreciate. Proverbs eleven twenty two talks about as a jewel of gold in the swine's, in the pig's snout, so is a beautiful woman, which is without discretion. So there's this connection that we see. Jesus gave another parable where he said, I am the pearl of great price. He showed that it was Christ. It was the word of God. It was the truth that was represented by this beautiful uh, pearl that you don't want to give to uh, the pigs, because they just they, they don't value or um, they they'll just trample it underfoot and it'll get all muddy and dirty and, and just worthless. So, what uh, what are some lessons that we can see from that? Is first of all, I want to I want to illustrate this principle of pigs and how they they just they gluttonously eat and just devour everything. We can be in danger of doing that as well with the Word of God. We can be as pigs just feeding on everything and anything without any discretion. I'll give you an example. There was a time 
Um, when I first gave my heart to Christ, I was on fire for the Lord. I was so excited. I just devoured the Word of God. I couldn't get enough, and I just kept eating and eating the little book. And, and Matthew chapter 4, 4, Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I'm like, yeah, I esteem God's Word more than my necessary bread. And I would just study for hours, and I loved the Word of God, and I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And the more I studied, the better my life got, and it was just it was an incredible experience. And as I was a teenager, I remember distinctly this one day, I was sitting on the couch, and I've been studying and studying until I heard this sermon that was talking about evangelism. And this speaker pierced my heart, and he spoke to me, and he was showing me from the Word of God our need to go tell it to the world and fulfill the Great Commission to share with others what God has shared with us. And in that moment, I realized, I was like, oh no. Because this deep impression was on my heart and my mind, where it was like, Enoch, you are being a spiritual glutton. You are eating too much of the Word of God and not working off those spiritual calories in the work of the salvation of souls. There, I want you to go out to my vineyard and go tell others who don't know these things. Quit being a spiritual glutton. And it was just like this deep conviction on my heart. I'm like, oh no, I am studying way more then I am sharing anything with people. And my heart was burdened. And I'm like, Lord, I got on my knees and I prayed right there in my mother's living room. And I was asking for forgiveness. And Lord, please forgive me. I have, like, I realize that this is beautiful, valuable insight. And I want to share this with the world. I don't know how. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm willing. And, and at that moment, I prayed. I said, Lord, I surrender. I recognize the call of service on my life. I'm, I, I don't have any talents. I wasted my life playing video games. I don't have social skills. I'm like this awkward kid that didn't really have very many friends in high school and was bullied and picked on a lot. And so it's like, Lord, I don't really have anything to offer your service, but I can give you my heart. Knowing that it's filthy, it's unsanctified, it has a lot of working on to do, and it's really broken in so many ways, more than I'd like to admit. But I know that your word says that you want my heart and that if I give this to you, then you're willing to make it clean and restore in me a, a new spirit and, and to uh, no, ennoble and sanctify and purify my heart, my motive, my thoughts, my desires and give it back to me, consecrated to you so I could be used in your service. And, and because of your promises, I'm willing to be made willing, Lord, but I have nothing to offer. And so I just, I asked for forgiveness and I accepted God in that moment. I, said, I was willing to dedicate my talents and my life to Christ's service. And he, he really showed me at that moment that it was an internet ministry that led me to the Lord, like amazing facts. And, and he was show, showing so clear, why can't I use an internet ministry through you to lead others to the Lord? And I was like, an epiphany went on in my mind. I'm like, what? You mean to tell me? that all that time that I wasted playing video games, that you're able to redeem those skills that I use in Satan's kingdom and I can dedicate them to your service, that you could actually redeem those talents and I actually do have something I can contribute if I dedicate my talents to your service. And I was just, I was filled with hope. But it's this principle that I want you to see and I realized that from that day forward, I was starting to work and I was laboring for the salvation of souls and the more I shared, the better my life got, and the more I learned. And I began to realize the principle in Proverbs eleven twenty five 25, 
The Bible talks about the liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. A lot of times we feel like, oh, I don't know enough, or I need to know everything before I share anything. And what that leads to is spiritual gluttony, my friends. When we think we have to understand everything, all the ins and outs, and we need to learn all these things before we share anything, then we get spiritually fat. And the things that we're actually consuming is not able to actually benefit us. It's like a buffet, where if you've ever gone to a buffet and you just you eat whatever you want, you pile it on your plate, you're mixing up all these different foods from all all different areas, and, and then what happens is you get Armageddon in your stomach. You, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too. And then it hurts, and then you feel groggy, and then it's like, oh, and then you, you, you're just like, man, I shouldn't have done that. And then the next time you go, you totally forget that you said you were never going to do that again. But it's this, this gluttony that causes so much pain and discomfort, and physically and likewise with our spiritual life. The pig makes no distinction of what he eats, when he eats, how much he eats. If he sees it, he eats the food. And that is not what I realize that God wants us to have that kind of diet. What if you were able to be intentional with your devotions? What if you were able to guard your focus and set your affections on things above, not just click on every video that catches your attention, that piques your curiosity and intrigues you, but what if you took some time to examine, examine in your life and pray and ask God, Lord, how can I... Uh, improve? How can I grow my relationship with you? And ask some serious questions about what is some fundamental challenges in your life today that if you are intentional with your devotions, you seek direction from God through His Word in your devotions that He can help you to remedy and that this could bring you closer to God. Because what I find is that there's two types of learning. One of them leads to spiritual gluttony and declension spiritually. One leads to uh, more clarity, more direction, more understanding, and greater understanding of the will of God, and leads to spiritual growth. And the two is just-in-case learning and just-in-time learning. Now, just-in-case learning is when you're taking on all this knowledge, all these different insights and things, and you're learning so much that you can't practically apply it, and they're on a whole bunch of different subjects. You just overwhelm and flood your little poor mind with all these different topics from different speaker here and here and here and as you're learning then it's like you feel compelled to do each but they're talking about habits they're talking about real change it takes some time or takes some focus to incorporate and implement into your life but because you're you're learning from all these things and every speaker that's saying is like you need to do this thing the one this is the one thing you need to spend your time doing but it's um, you can't listen to all of them at the same time Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, To everything there is a purpose, and a time for every... To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under the heavens. So you can do all things in their season. So just-in-time learning is what I would highly recommend. Because when you learn things just-in-time, meaning it's relevant to your experience, it's solving a practical problem that you're facing in your life, and when you're studying and you're searching the Word of God in this manner, then the Word of God becomes intensely interesting. It's so exciting and so clarifying that it's hard for you to put down the Word of God. I ask people all over the world, what is your number one biggest challenge in maintaining consistent daily devotions? You know, one of the top five responses I get from everyone is, I don't find my devotions very interesting. 
And I may submit to you that part of the reason why we don't find it interesting, one of the reasons, is because we're learning just in case. We're not learning something that we could practically apply immediately to our life today. And at the Army of Youth, this is the type of messages that we love to share. Messages that you could apply to your life right now, today, and immediately get micro victory and start building momentum or this feeling of forward progress to the calling that God has for you. And I realized that all this knowledge that is just in case or this theoretical, conceptual things that are like very difficult to apply practically to our life, it makes it to where uh, we get so overloaded and bogged down. It's like we get bloated spiritually that we don't know how to handle it. We don't know what to do. And so it causes some health challenges in our spiritual health. And it causes some distance from a relationship with God because our conscience is like, do this. You know you should be doing it. But when the life is not fulfilling that, it makes it very difficult. So I want to encourage you to, like, like myself, choose today. Will you not choose now to give up the spiritual gluttony, to be intentional with your devotion, to seek direction from God, and learn just in time, and, and ask God for victory to overcome the just-in-case learning? Because uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 34, Jesus said, Take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, that's, that's gluttony, and drunkenness, and the cares of this life. So that the second coming of Christ doesn't take you unaware. And, and Jesus, the Word of God, places gluttony and drunkenness in the same catalog of sin. When we realize that I may never, I may never want to drink or get drunk by fermented alcohol, but when I am flooding my mind or my body with a bunch of just-in-case food that's just from all over the place, not at the right time, then what I do, I, when we overload the stomach, even if it's really good quality of food, if it's improper quantity or an intemperate quant amount, then it actually starts to ferment and rot in your stomach, and it produces the same alcohol fermented effect, and it damages the body the same way that regular alcohol would. So when we understand this, we can be um, just-in-time learners. We can have so interesting devotions from God, and it makes a tremendous difference. We can say, as Jeremiah 15, 16, Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and they were unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. And um, so I want to encourage you, friends, as, as Proverbs says in uh, Proverbs 6, 6, Go to the ant, thou slugger, and be wise, consider her ways. I, I would submit to you that it's time to go to the pig, thou glutton, and consider her ways and be wise. And as we look at the lessons we can learn from the pigs, we don't want to be like a pig. We don't want to stink before God or before others that our experience would be repulsive to those around us. We want to be a saver of life. As Ecclesiastes 10.17 says that there is a blessing when the princes are uh, eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. So the question is, are we eating for strength or are we eating for drunkenness? Are we eating just because? And when I say eating, I'm talking about the mental food that we're feeding our minds. So if you um, are, if you are willing to say that, uh, or if you're willing to learn just in time information, I encourage you, let me know in the comments, say, hey, I am ready to learn just in time.
If that is your desire, I encourage you to comment below. And we put together this very special uh, mini course. It's this four-part series showing you four secrets so that you can make your devotions irresistibly interesting. And you can, it shows you exactly how to identify what should you study at this time that would give you the greatest benefit and would propel you and bring you closer to God and have greater direction. All you have to do to accept this free gift is go to thearmyofyouth.com forward slash devotions. And that's again thearmyofyouth.com forward slash devotions. And you can get your free offer of the four secrets to make your devotions irresistibly interesting. And if you like this video, I encourage you to share it with other people because they'll want to know too. Who do you know that could benefit from the lessons that you and I just learned about from the pigs about how to study the Bible? As always, remember friends, that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call.